Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with you, back talking about new metal as we roll into August in an incredibly intense summer. We're all hot here tonight, and I hope you're all ready for a hot show. As we listen to a band that has been recommended to us for a little bit. I think people started recommending this record to us the moment it hit the streets last year. We're talking about Blood Youth and their album Starve. We're going to get all into this record. Oh, I remember this. You remember, Matt. You remember. People were like, this record just dropped. The coach needs to get on it. But listen, we got to let these things... We gotta let it marinate in the air a little bit. We gotta let everybody get a taste, let it wash over their bodies and minds, and then the coach dives in and has some things to say. And we're gonna talk about this record. I'm very excited to talk about it. But before we do, we've gotta talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? More importantly, Jenny, who's covering? <laughs> Oh boy, well, I will tell you who's covering Corn. Corn released a cover that they did with Yellow Wolf of The Devil Went Down to Georgia, the the Charlie Daniels band song. Lauren, you sent this to me. I I listened to it straight away. It sounds so much like Corn covering this song. <laughs> It really does. It really does. I thought it was great, honestly. Corn covering this song. I thought they ripped it up. I thought Yellow Wolf did a great job. I heard this song many times, the original version, many times when I worked for a country station. So I was very familiar with it. And I thought they ripped it up. There were some people online, and I'm not going to name names, <laughs> even though I'm hot as hell tonight. I totally could, but I'm not going to name names, who were saying, who's doing these guitar lines? I said, Corn, monkey head. They got two guitarists. And they're like, oh, come on. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You saying there are boys in corn who've been playing seven string guitars? Fucking count them, bro. Count the strings. They've got enough. They've got enough strings to definitely play this song. <laughs> so unless there's something going on, I don't understand how you'd have 14 strings, two guitarists in your band. And you'd enlist another guitarist for your cover? No way. Corn did that. This is just people trying that you know what this is? Somebody listened to it. They thought, oh, this is pretty good, but I don't know. Can I give Corn the credit? Give him the credit. Give him the credit. Give him the credit. Give him the credit. Go to Corn's band camp, buy the song, goes to a good cause. Much love to our boys in Corn. Matt, did you I assume you listened to this cover as well? I have not. I have not Ooh. had the opportunity to listen to it. It's on ba- it's on their band camp? It's on their band camp. Corn got a band camp. Good for them. Yeah. Because that's the hard thing right now is that I, I went to my normal streaming services to find it. But lo oh, no. and behold. You, you got to go to bank. Matt. Oh, buddy. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he's way behind and he's willing to make a deal. 
this young man sound on the fiddle and playing it. Okay, so they they play it straight. Oh yeah. They played the whole song. They have the dueling between JD and Yellow Wolf. I'm telling you, the boys did it again. The boys did it again. This is how I had to learn about Yellow Wolf. You've never heard of Yellow Wolf before? No, I haven't. Lauren, I'm (laughs) (laughs) middle-aged. I'm older than you! (laughs) Yeah, but you're... You listen to the radio or something. Something's different yeah, about the I'm way that we yellow wolf. That's where I'm hearing Yellow Wolf on the radio. Is that not? I don't know. I don't even know where He's, one would stumble upon uh, a Yellow Wolf. He, like well, I, if you would have been able to come to the last corn show that we went to at DTE, Yellow Wolf did open there. That's true. Okay. He did. Yeah. He this did. is on me. I. I've pretty much only been listening to the breeders. So nice, nice. I'm so I like. Are you last splashing it? You podding it? Your title TK in it? What are you listening to? I'm last splashing it. Classic. Yeah. So you know. Oh, are we changing podcasts? Are we now just last splashing it? (laughs) We're just last splashing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say I'm sorry. I didn't know who Yellow Wolf is. That's on me. But I was just like, who is this person? What's going on here? Former Shady I... Records recording artist Yellow yeah. Wolf. Mm-hmm. His first his first album was good. I saw he had a song called like Lambo Daddy Daddy's, or something. Daddy's Lambo. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I've, really, we can just move on. Moving on. <laughs> All right, Corn did it. Props to Yellow Wolf. Jenny is aware of you now. She will dive <laughs> yeah. into your discography this weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. We've also got to talk about who's deluxing. Who is? Deluxin. Our girl, Poppy, coming back with a deluxe edition of I Disagree called I Disagree More. (laughs) I love that. Love that. This thing's going to have four bonus tracks. Four. Count them. That's a a good amount of bonus tracks with this deluxe edition. Jenny, hit us with these song titles because I'm pumped. These song titles are If It Bleeds. Bleep Bloop, which was just made for us. Mm. Chaos times four and don't ask. I'm going to be straight up and down with you. Okay. I got a pre-order in for this motherfucker. Whoa. Matt, are you vinyling it up on this deluxe? You know it. Uh, Getting a side C and a side D. Yeah, you know how I do. Yeah, what happened was I never got in early on on the uh, I Disagree. And then there was like seven different versions of it. And I was like, I don't know. So then um, Sumerian, the record label, just put it up. And it's um, black and white kind of splatter vinyl with a picture disc that's very disturbing. And um, yeah. For a hot $35, I'm going to disagree a little bit more. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> a hot $35. There it is. All right. Well, we've uh, normally, when we get into our feedback of our episodes, you know, we're a little behind over the years, and we'll talk about some episode we did like three months ago. But you guys, the feedback on this device episode from last week was too hot to ignore. Too hot to handle. Too cold to hold. Oh, ow. So we've got to talk about some device feedback. Jenny, what's going on on Twitter? 
On Twitter, Rachel says, I'm absolutely screaming at Draymond's verbosity. What a wonderful freak he is. Can his whole body and his enormous brain fit in the new metal junk drawer? <laughs> uh, he will not apologize to you, Rachel. I hate to tell you. <laughs> he will not apologize for his vernacular. Um, no. I wonder if maybe... To the point, we should put Draymond's vernacular in the new metal junk drawer. I don't know. Could I he mean, fit in there? I don't know if he could fit in there. I don't know. The thing is, is that... We've got a the, boat in there, don't we? Like a blown we have, up boat? We have a, we blown, have a blown up, up boat. <laughs> but I, I think with putting Draymond in there, is it kind of, I don't know, overlaps onto everything else? Like with the junk drawer, you open it up and there's like a little of this here, a little of this there. You put Draymond in there, you just open up the drawer and it becomes the Draymond drawer. It's like, that oh, is true. Draymond and then he takes flip, over. He just takes it over. It's over. You're not going to yeah. find any of the riffs that we put in there. Yeah. So, but I. He's just going to have to enjoy his place in the canon. And on the genius list. So, um, Shmeev said, the intoxicating haze of taking the stage. You step <laughs> forward and utter the ultimate pit prompter. We need a suggestion of a word, any word. And the audience, foam pouring from their collective mouth, screams, vilify, and it's on. Oh, Shmeev. You angel. <laughs> Beautiful. That's, uh, we're going to read some more, but that might be the comment of the week. I mean. You, the, the first time I read that, I thought he was saying they collectively mouth vilify and then it's on so they're all silently mouthing vilify and then disturbed just goes in but i'll take the screams but i wouldn't mind if people just mouthed the word collectively Mm. (laughs) uh jacks lawson says only halfway through but draymond has always struck me as the toughest dude in the summer theater troupe and nothing in this album or those deadly earnest song explanations dissuades me from that opinion it's fun to listen to, but all I hear is karaoke Phantom of the Opera songs. <laughs> that's a got him. Eh, that's, yeah. that's a got him. That's, oh, you yeah. walked, you, you're a major leaguer who just walked up to a T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Nick Fenton says, got to see Device live with Nonpoint at the machine shop before they did the festival run. It was a fantastic night, and Nonpoint always sells out the shop. So David had a full house and amped up crowd when he took the stage. There was clearly showmanship happening on the stage, but there was no chemistry for them. They sounded great and pretty sure they simply had a bass track playing under them. Oof. Thank you. Boots on the ground. Nick Fenton. It's good to know what happened there. Yeah. Um, could, if I knew that Draymond was going to be within 100 feet of the machine shop, which I guess is not very far. <laughs> That's pretty far, all things told. I I would love to see Draymond that that close up. I can I only imagine. Draymond in a room that small? I mean, I got to believe he moved a few tickets for something like that. I mean. Yeah, that, that'd that be, had to be a sold out show. That, that, that had to be a hot night, no matter what. All right. Elric says, while listening, I got curious and looked through the live set list this band did. For the most part, early on, they did their own thing, and it was entirely songs from this album. But by the end of their existence, however, half of the set list is disturbed covers. I think Lauren saying that no live response affected them was likely right. I'm definitely in the bonus tracks are better camp. Mm. Whoa. Okay. 
Brianna Wolf said, when, when you guys announced Side Project Summer, this was exactly the album that I was waiting for. I actually ended up listening to it right after the Team Sleep episode for a little pick-me-up. I love this album, and I'm not super big into Disturbed. I thought they were okay at the time that this came out. I actually ended up buying it because of the Lizzie and M. Shadows features, especially the latter. I'm a huge Avenged Sevenfold fan, and the fact that his that this Haze is a good song is very refreshing in terms of his features. It's not hip-hop, but that's a whole different comment. Oh, mm. Brianna, mm. what you got? Mm. What you got? And I came away from it pleasantly surprised. Anyways, what I'm really here to talk about was the time I got to see Device Live. Everybody got to see Device Live. I'm so jealous. We fucked up. We blew it. They played the local yearly rock festival, and they went on third. The sun was still up, and it felt weird seeing Draymond in the sunlight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was, yes. That, I don't think a truer statement has ever been uh, written. Yeah. <laughs> if you were outside, <laughs> let's just say COVID's over. You're at a farmer's market. Okay. Draymond is there. I drop my strawberries everywhere. Oh, listen, <laughs> it's a mess. Listen, my my basket of apples gone. I'm gonna have to pick all new ones. I remember that I was feeling their set, and then it was time for Draymond to rant. Just days before this set, Rolling Stone had put the Boston Bomber on the cover of their magazine, and he had some thoughts about it. I'll link his tweet about the subject at the end of this comment. Just know that what he tweeted was very close in sentiment and length to what he said out loud. Unsurprisingly, since we were at a festival where most people just went to get want to get drunk and rock out, people started walking out about halfway through his rant. I stuck around. They went back to ripping, and it was great. What I didn't stick around for, however, was their signing, which is kind of a regret now because I didn't get to meet a genius. A friend that camped with me did the signing, and he did it with my CD, so I do have a signed copy of this album. Just the normal version, no extra tracks for me, hashtag vape shop version. So at least I can touch something that David has touched. Wow. I gotta tell you, I feel Brianna's regret at not having the chance to go and meet David in the flesh and have him sign my device CD. Here's the tweet. Oh my God, this is the whole rant. Are we ready? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. How? F- oh, th- oh, by the way, this is all in caps. How of course f- it is. How far the mighty have fallen. I used to dream of making the cover of Rolling Stone magazine as it used to be the ultimate statement of legitimacy for an aspiring musician and it meant that you had really made it. Over the past five years, Rolling Stone has become less and less about music and has become more and more about bullshit, pop culture nonsense. Even though many of us may not care for it, we were able to live with it until this. You dare to put the image of the Boston Bomber on the fucking cover of your magazine? Are you out of your ultra-liberal, sympathetic to a fault fucking minds? You have not only succeeded in blatantly insulting and dishonoring the victims and families whose lives were forever affected by this rabid animal, but you have now glorified his cowardly and unforgivable act. Why? Because it will sell magazines? Because it will create controversy? Because you actually do sympathize with this abhorrent, cowardly piece of shit? You have made it attractive and validated the act to a whole new generation of wannabe terrorists seeking martyrdom and infamy you and your kind are the reason why people think that they can go out in a blaze of glory while murdering innocents honestly and i mean this from the bottom of my heart go fuck 
yourselves. The next terrorist <laughs> murdering incident, be it another bomber or a madman with an assault rifle unleashing fire upon a school full of children, is on you. May your consciences, um, yeah, may your consciences, if you even have them, weigh immeasurable heavy on you for the rest of your lives. It gets a little typo heavy here. So he's really mad. I condemn this act, this notion, and this worthless <laughs> piece of shit fucking rag of a magazine. May the powers that be have mercy upon your souls because the next time something like this happens, I assure you, the world won't. Go to hell. Wow. People Dream. walked out of that rant? You know what? They probably went to get popcorn. Probably, eh? Brianna, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jeffrey Thomas says, I found this episode haughty, and I wish for you to apologize for your vernacular this instant. (laughs) Jeffrey Thomas, you fetid piece of shit. We will not apologize. I don't mean that. I would strike you with rapier (laughs) accuracy. I find your complaint abhorrent. Yes. Um, thank uh, you. Use my vernacular, <laughs> you, sir. Are a flibbity chibbit. Wow, Matt. Um, Matt. That's a got him. That's a got sorry, him. Sorry, Jeffrey, you got got. You got thank got. you very much for your comment. Uh, now let me just double check to make sure that that's not an old-timey racist saying. <laughs> Too late, Matt. Go. Too late, Matt. Either you got him or you're canceled. They're the only two things you can be these days. We got an email, finally, from JB. And the subject line is, there's an important detail you left out in the device episode, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect thing I love seeing in the inbox. He said, Will Hunt is the ex-drummer for Scrape, the same drummer who made this comment. I'd like to throw out a big, big fuck you to the fucking cowers at J for Joke Records for taking over RCA and not allowing them to promote our band correctly. I'd like to also say to J Records President Clyde Davis that I got a nice big hot bowl of dicks for you to eat on when you've got the time. Hashtag new metal junk drawer. Hashtag big fuck you. Hashtag J for Joke. Hashtag nice big hot bowl of dicks. Wow. I didn't realize. Will Hunt. I did not realize that a legend was in our midst. I I, I was only giving you credit for incredible stick twirling. I did not realize that you had said one of the most important quotes of the 20th century, 21st century. I think that is, is the bag of dicks line, is the bull of dicks line, is that in the new metal junk drawer? Should we open it up? I think it's got to go in. I think, yeah. Is it already in there? I think it's I mean, in there. A bowl of dicks is unfortunately going to find its way into anything. All right. Whether okay. I, this is just like anytime you're looking for something in the junk drawer, you won't find it when you're looking, but we will right. find it later. All so. right. We'll find it later. Either way, <laughs> if it's not in there, it is now. If it's been in there, you deserve it. Um, and <laughs> Will Hunt, a, a legend, a legend. So thank you, everybody, for your feedback on the device episode. Uh, I can tell you that when Jenny and I finished listening to the album, we were both feeling really good and thought maybe maybe we do another disturb real quick, but it seems like everybody needs a little bit of a dream and break, so we're gonna do a little bit of a dream and break before we dive in to another disturbed record. But dream um, and break. You know, um yeah, break. rest assured. You know what? Maybe this is what maybe that's who took so somebody <laughs> may have stolen a disturbed C D from my mail. You are hot about I'm this. I'm super hot about this. 
And if I find you, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll have, if I find you, I'll, I'll have a really good threat that I'll paraphrase from Draymond. But uh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why people are like, no, let's take a Draymond break. But uh, you know what? Steal my mail all you fucking want. We're still going to do another Disturbed episode, so be prepared for that. Finally, in happier news, it's time for another selection from Andrew Wolf's Rochimendations. Rochimendations. He's been giving us these hot tracks to dive into all summer long, and we're not even close to being done. Jenny, who are we listening to this week? This week, we are going to listen to Dirty Machine and their song, Self-Made Hero. That is the logo for the record label. You are not ready for this. You are not ready for this. I said 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 you are not ready for this. Very new metal situation going on there. <laughs> that is yeah. new metal as fuck. That is definitely new metal as fuck. So I, I realized uh, Dirty Machine was a band that got a lot of push by our friends over at Head for the Barricade. And for a brief time period, the uh, lead singer of the band friended me on Facebook. But then one day he was no longer Facebook friends with me because I think he hit his limit and he was like, I don't even know who this person is. But they're doing the damn thing on this track. They're doing the damn thing. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Now, speaking of things that you're not ready to hear, is it true that I meant to hear a Corey Taylor song? Oh, buddy. Oh. Oh, my good friend, Jenny. Okay. Uh, Matt, you got, you want, you want to, you want to intro this? So this went down this week that Corey Taylor released a new song, CMFT, Corey motherfucking Taylor. Oh, that's what it stands for. And, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Let Corey. me, let me, let me see if I can capture exactly how I became aware of this. Because I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know that it had happened. And then friend of the show and longtime listener, Scribble, hits me up with a link. That's how I found out, too. He sent me this link with the title, his words, fucking yikes. Oh, boy. So this is from Corey's upcoming solo album. 
called, I believe, CMFT. He recorded yes. it in quarantine with a band that he forced to quarantine. So they all recorded it together. And it comes out in October. I think that's all I have to say about this thing. All right. I'm going to try to allow Jenny to see this while I play it. Okay. Because she has to see this video. The video is... It's something. It It is is. bad. (laughs) This is... Raw is war. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yes! Yes! When when we we view this. So this is CMFT by our good friend and Jenny's favorite, Corey motherfucking Taylor. Attention. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? of love boss hell is this Corey legitimately is like late stage brett michaels shit this is like embarrassing (laughs) i like what is with the like random okay so you all i don't know if you've seen this or not but There are, like, women with power tools making sparks doing a dance that, like, someone who is not a choreographer made that dance up, and then they got it close enough. He's like, there's a pandemic that's good enough. This looks like it would have been one of the date challenges on Rock of Love, where they were like, Brett's making a new music video. Someone's going to choreograph, and we're going to make it. That's what this video was. Holy shit. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for side projects summer next year. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, you're right. You're fucking right. You're right. You're right, right, Jenny. We already know that this is an ego play. Oh, Oh, wait. You don't think this is going to be essential, guys? You don't think this is the the Corey Taylor record? It's going to be essential? You mean the video where he has a world championship wrestling belt around his his shoulder? What's even better, he's got two rap features on it. One from Tech Nine, one from what's this other gentleman's name? Conan? Uh yeah, Kid Bookie. Kid Bookie. And uh they do a pretty good job. Tech Nine's verse is actually pretty good. But also they 
intercut with what looks to be like Zoom calls and video pics of people mouthing along to the CMFT or the nothing part or whatever. So you got Lars in there and you got other guys. We were saying this before we, we got on mic, but it's pretty clear Stone Sour this. Corey Taylor's input in Slipknot is a lot less than I think we realize. Well, I realize now. <laughs> like, that's, you know what? In a rare moment, it's a clown show over there in a good way. <laughs> You know, oh, man, is this just like when you get, I don't know, like when you get like some level of like notoriety, you move from this whole like zone of being like, we're in masks, we're like fucking freaks, whatever. Then like in Stone Tower, people start seeing him and he's like, yeah, yeah, I like this. I'm a rock star. And he kind of like ages into this like inexplicable women with power tools spark situation like god what even is this you know what this reads to me is that he loved 80s hair metal oh yeah absolutely because that chorus is a louder than life bon jovi-esque chorus yeah you know what i mean like bad medicine is kind of what i'm thinking but like it has a very anthemic 80s metal feel to it but not in like the metally metal like the more hair-ish metal more arena rock pontoon boats pontoon yes. boats <laughs> this is played at the traffic light strip club in <laughs> mount clemens yes yeah i mean yes yeah, Matt. it you is Matt. It. you nailed it, you nailed it. <laughs> this is my conversation with scribble so I start watching it, and immediately my first comment is, "This is for is this for Raw is War?" And then I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Chorus just kicked in, and then he goes, "This might be worse than Tommy Lee's rapping." That's scribble positing it. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I don't it's not, think it, he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong. It that Corey verse is. And I'm, I, I go, wow, rough. That is not good. And his response is, Fred outbars Corey all day. And I don't think he's wrong either. No. After no. all we've been through as a global community this year, how fucking dare you, Corey? How fucking dare you, Corey Taylor? You made people quarantine for two weeks before they went to wherever you had them go and, and then and thank you for doing song. that but what did you how dare how and dare it's butt rocky it's not metal it's not new it's butt rocky it is pontoon it's hour. pontoon it's flat butt rock it's not even like a yeah. little snack booty it's no. flat <laughs> bud light rock it, yeah <laughs> i mean i mean and, and you really nailed it because when i heard it and, and, you know, my knee-jerk response is just like, get this out of here. But I did watch the whole thing because I was like, all right. But this is – all of its reference points are some of my least favorite music. Bon Jovi, same, same. Def Leppard, all that stuff. Get it out of here. Listen, it is and, – and this is another one where I'm like, so 
Corey Taylor, it's funny, is that he's kind of flipped it. Because I feel like normally the move is that you're the big commercial guy and then you've got to go do your esoteric arty thing. You know? Right. Wes is in Limp Biscuit, but hey, I got to go off and do Big Dumb Face. I got to do Crystal Machetes, you know, all this type of stuff. Corey Taylor, in this craziest paradox of all, is in the crazy mask band singing, I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. And everyone's like, multi platinum, baby, biggest stars in the world. He's like, well, what's my opposite of that? <laughs> you know? A, a world championship belt that's rhinestone studded that says CMFT. What if this winds up being a campaign song for candidate <laughs> that I'm not voting for? <laughs> I want to just put uh, that out there into the universe because I don't think that it's impossible <laughs> and if that happens i will give each of you twenty dollars wow i'm just talking wow. about man lauren i don't know how many people listen to this <laughs> show but i probably don't have enough money for that <laughs> but uh, uh, all i have to say is that uh there is a pre-order up for cmft on vinyl and i am not pre-ordering oh matt <laughs> you might uh, regret it <laughs> you might regret it you know, un- until he releases the Dux- deluxe edition, which is CMFT more. Hey, if that more is Iowa, <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of this segment. Who's tweeting <laughs> and who's and what's Corey doing? That's that's what that segment's called. What's Corey doing? Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Matt, you've made your background, the belt. Thank you. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, roll into those DMs and send us whatever insanity you got. Top that, though. <laughs> Seriously. Top that. I don't think you can. And I don't know if I want you to. Mm. Mm. It's now time to talk about the album of the week it's blood youth and their album starve jenny when did this album come out this album was released on february 22nd 2019 i remember baby that is um my parents told me about that party <laughs> indeed indeed uh i think we can all agree on uh, none of us have any history with this record we all heard about it when it was recommended to us. Um, I remember we played a song on the show, and that's when we added it to the long list back in 2019, because there was a part of me going like, this is pretty new, isn't it? Why are we doing this one? And I, then I saw this cover, and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. We listened to it, and we added it to the long list. So for everybody tracking it, it seems the long list is about a year and a half, six months. Indeed. Uh, Jenny, who's in Blood Youth? Blood Youth is Kaya Tarsis on lead vocals, Chris Pritchard on guitar, Matt Hollinson on bass, and Sam Hallett on drums. All right. Very cool. Uh, this record was put out on Rude Records. Very cool record label. 
These boys are from jolly old England. Yes, they're from a small town in England. Uh, and I looked up a little bit of where Wikipedia tells us they're from, Harrogate. And it's a spa town. Ooh. I'm from a spa town. I'm sure it's not as luxurious as it sounds, but God, I wish I came from a spa town. You'd be a different person if you came from a I spa would, town, Jenny. I'd be so much more relaxed. <laughs> I want to go to spa town right now. Uh, yeah, these guys were in a band called Climate or Climates, and uh, they uh, ended up leaving that and uh, forming this band. And they, uh, we've got some genre tags for these guys. We do. So usually when we look at genre tags, we'll look at them for the albums themselves. Uh, this album doesn't have its own Wikipedia page, so I'm just going to read you the genre tags for the band. Uh, the first one is Melodic Hardcore. And we got New Metal and Hardcore Punk. Yeah, these guys had said uh, they had been doing kind of, yeah, uh, a bit of a Melodic Hardcore sound, some punk sound, uh, some post-hardcore sound. Jenny and I, we both watched this interview with um, the lead singer and the guitarist, and really, they they were like, you know what? This has been done. People already are telling us that they think they know what our next record's going to sound like. And we ain't about that. We're about surprises. And you know what else we're about? Slipknot. We love them. Mm-hmm. And these guys... We've seen a lot of these other bands, and it's like, hey, are you into new metal? And they're like, well, I wouldn't put it in. And these guys, these guys are like, love. yes, they, they fucking love it. They fucking love it. Like Chris, the guitarist, he fucking loves it. He's yeah. living for this shit. It seems like it's a big Chris push. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Yeah, definitely. He said uh, he was inspired by Corn and Slipknot, namely their first and second albums, and that Wait and Bleed is a song that he fell in love with. Vocalist Kaya is inspired by bands like the Dillinger Escape Plan, Converge, and Every Time I Die, while in full contrast, drummer Sam Hallett's favorite band are my boys in the 1975, as well as being a huge fan of R&B and Funeral for a Friend. I don't know if that's in full contrast. <laughs> oh no, Jenny! You th- you think uh, you think 1975 gonna <laughs> activate some pits? I don't know. I don't think that. I just think that saying it's like a it's a different kind of rock music. Is it is it a full contrast? I don't know. I might have to edit this entry. It's different. Okay. It's different, but I think that's a nice spread of music, all of which I enjoy. So. The influences here feel strong to me. And um, do we have do we have a producer on this record, Jenny? I do not know who produced this record. It was a little bit harder to pull up information than it usually is. I'm trying to see. Oh, do you I have it in front of you? I, I found it. I found it on once again Bandcamp.com. Never heard of it. Bandcamp. You got to go to Bandcamp. They've got it. This record was engineered and produced by Robin Adams. Robin Adams. There you so go. There you go. So I don't know anything about Robin Adams except that he produced and engineered the Blood Youth record. In a barn. Indeed. it. That's true. Jenny, talk a little bit about this recording process. So we watched, like Lauren said, we watched an interview with, was it 
Sam and Kaya. Is that right? Uh, I think it was Chris and Kaya. Chris and Kaya. Excuse me. And yeah, they said that they recorded this in like a basically a barn on the countryside that had like some lovely cabins and they just talked a lot about how many bugs there were and how it was disgusting and miserable, but also very lovely. There were wasps and spiders and it was it was kind of like a miserable but great. And they said that that was like in contrast to some of their previous albums where they'd recorded them in their hometown. So uh, Kaya really spoke to my heart when he said, you know, I'd record my vocals, I'd go home and take a bath and watch Netflix. And I was like, that's my life. He was doing it the right way. And then he wound up in like a spider cabin, which sounds like it, it was a nice push for them, too. So, yeah, there's somewhere in the countryside. I was not able to get a physical copy of this album, but this album art, straight up slipknot homage. This looks to be uh, a masked Very, person yeah. here. It gives me not just Slipknot vibes, but also Your Next vibes. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely creepy vibes. Very creepy vibes. Um, also, I mean, the combination of that cover with the name Blood Youth with their logo, which is very cool, and then just calling it Starve. I mean, I looked at this thing and I said, we're in for it. We're in for it. Well, you want to get into it? Should we be in for it? Let's be in for it. Let's do it. All right. So the first track is 5150. This is kind of a, a mood setting intro. Wasn't 5150 in Van Halen album too? It is. Look at me. All right. And up after the mood has been set, spooky mood set, uh, we get into Starve. has been activated. Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Starve? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a ripper. I, I'd kind of consider this our true open here. We had like the atmosphere set for us, which I thought was like a nice touch. But uh, 
This is a hot open. I'll just say it. Hot open new metal as fuck. <laughs> Dare I say new metal as fuck? For sure. Uh, I heard a lot of Slipknot here. I heard a lot of corn. Mm. And, you know, I liked it. Lauren, what'd you think? I wrote We Riffin, and we are evoking the knot and corn. It's got a nice drop. The drum sound, I noticed. Props. I'm going to have to give props to our boy Robin. Very 90s new sounding. Very much evoking that raw sound. My man did some... He, he, he spent some time micing them drums. I'm just going to say it. Um, the Smooth Boy Chorus kind of tips the hand of what year this actually came out. But before that, you, this would have slotted right in to the class of, class of 99, class of 98. You got some synth bloops for texture, which I liked. I wrote a strong start, hot open. I'm glad they uh, – and I wrote once again that I was just very happy with their choice in drum sound because it could have gone a couple different ways. Matt, thoughts on Starve? Guys, I loved it. How you know it's modern, like within the last few years, is that discordant verse, like how the – I think I'm actually at a point where the guitars are doing it. That sound – that is although used in new metal isn't used through a whole core through a whole verse like it's a sound for accent and they're like no for us that's a sound for the verse um and then obviously that that chorus is a hallelujah put your lighters in the air this is a crowd pleaser man i could see this going over super well with an audience you know, like, I would love to see them do this live. If I'm in a Blood Youth show and they play Starve, I'm pleased. Straight up. <laughs> That's what you tell them. That's what they're looking for from the audience. Yes. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. It's a great song to pace yourself to because it's got a push, a, re- a retract, a hands in your air, back to the push. It's That's a complete track, baby. Yeah, and there's a complete video that goes along. This was the first single from this record. I think that's why. This was the one we heard. Yes. I want to say. Yeah. Starve. They have a video for this. Um, I watched these videos today when I was taking a lunch break, and I'll tell you mistake <laughs> so i didn't i didn't have a good time watching this but i was like trying to eat a salad and i just kept seeing like flies and maggots i was just like come on didn't you consider that i might be eating lunch when you made this video <laughs> um, so it kind of continues with the same vibe that i'm that i'm getting like the kind of tone that they wanted to set for this um lots of old-timey footage kind of looped Seems like it was 50s era stuff. A lot of like, uh, I don't know, like really extremely poorly handled mental health situations like electroshock therapy. I was waiting for the ice pick lobotomy. Oh, to come me in. too. I was waiting too. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You were so. able to dodge an ice pick lobotomy. Oh, I, well, I watched this stupid movie called the mountain it's like jeff goldblum uh it's rick alverson i think 
directed it and it's it's just about the it's loosely based on the guy who basically like went around doing ice pick lobotomies as it was falling out of favor and then that sent me on a rabbit like hole or whatever it is wherever you go and then i found out about the oldest kennedy sister and i was like man wait there's an oldest kennedy sister oh yeah i'll send you some links matt no oh boy. Oh, man. Like I have I'll send you some links, but this star video. <laughs> <laughs> Band is mixed in kind of um I'm basically just reading the email that Lauren sent me right now. I realized Lauren wrote this. So but I did watch it. He didn't write the part about me eating lunch. Um uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it was uh yeah it's it's quite a vivid video also before watching this video vivid i s- video it's porn uh it's, it is not a vi- <laughs> matt no it is got not. yes yes you got you, you got it you know what you know what it is porn yes. it is you got us it's 100 percent hardcore pornography 100%. we're eating butts and chugging <laughs> yeah <nuts. laughs> I didn't. I didn't personally witness any nut chugging in this video, but I, I may have looked down for a moment too long. Uh, yeah, you're looking for a crouton. You missed out. You're pro. Oh yeah, making sure I got every piece of cheese out of my salad. Missed the nut chugging. Classic tale of a lunch gone wrong. Tale as old as time. Five days Oh yeah. Tell you what. I'm. You know what? Since we're talking about lunch, I also had a salad today with my lunch, but it was a little, a little bit unexpected moment i uh, i felt a tickle on my ear and i thought it was my hair and i brushed <laughs> it and it, nothing and it didn't go away and then I, I brushed it again as i'm stirring the salad in with the dressing and then a spider fell off my ear and onto my salad it's just like the video it was just like the video now that i think about it and then actually it was right on salad on top of the fork i picked it up it was on the fork I ended up throwing the fork away. Got a new fork. Still ate the salad though. Hmm. Got to eat that salad. Got to eat the gotta salad. Eat it. I mean, Listen. it's been in a garden. Yeah. How long that spider was on my ear though was a while. Now that I think about it, he was just t- tippity tapping up and down, and I was just like, "Quit it!" Wow. <laughs> so. Sounds like uh, we all had a pretty intense lunch listen, today. <laughs> listen, this week has been something else. Um, songmeetings.com, sadly of no use for us. This album is too new. Had to go over to the boys at genius.com. They gave us the lyrics um, with, uh, I don't want to say, uh, nothing really grabbed me too much in the lyrics, but we did have a song bio. That's what they call it over there. Song bio, uh, which is unreviewed unsubstantiated by user j666j who said this song is probably about struggling with bad relationships or other human relations wow yeah uh yes good old human relations totally normal thing (laughs) i've heard about these human human relations. relations you know when you're an alien you come down to earth and the first thing you do is get a genius account to comment on the blood youth record (laughs) (laughs) you know depends depends on where you want to start you're down you know what you know what i get it though you get down here and you're like you want me to what collect soil samples nah bro i gotta log on to the web yeah you're not see what they got going on in that interweb yeah all right all right you ready for the next track let's go ready let's do it cut me open
mean, that would, that's a circle pit all pit, day. Pit activated again. I gotta say, if you're at a blood youth show and you are hearing these songs and you are pleased, but at the same time, these verses, if you're in the pit and you're not ready, you're toast. You're getting F the F up. But then this chorus comes along and all I see is everybody stopping, people helping each other up and everybody just putting their broken hands and limbs up in the air to wave them around <laughs> you know it's pretty wild but i think it works i think they make it work um matt i saw you got very excited about that amen breakbeat that dropped in there i'm always excited about an amen breakbeat yeah i wrote in my notes we chugging and we're kicking and i was all about it and they're really they're really trying to do it all jenny thoughts on cut me open I mean, they. I, I don't really have much to add. They're doing it. They're really doing it. Something that they talked about a lot in the interview that we watched. So they wanted to do something that was outside of their comfort zone and kind of push forward for them because um, they seem to have like some issues being called melodic hardcore. They said it pretty um sarcastically yeah. a few times so i i get the sense that that label wasn't their fave but i listened to a little bit of their their earlier records and it it's definitely like a marked difference this is far far more new and i like it i think they're really pulling it off definitely so definitely so there's one part i want to listen to real quick it's the crawling in the mud part over at 240 you got it 240 uh you you caught me because Corey Taylor is selling through his merch store the album in various form. All of them signed. All Corey. of them? All of them signed. Wow. And like not for fifty or a hundred dollars. Twenty-four bucks for an LP. That's a very reasonable price. Listen, he's. This is very much a man of the people record. Clearly, not to lose track of what we're talking about now. To go back to CMFT for a minute, clearly a record for the people, but also for Corey. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Here we go. Two forty on. Cut me open.
I fucking love this. I, I am all in for what he's doing here. These praise and worship choruses are kind of throwing me for a loop. But it seems to be the modern thing. You know, this is kind of what we had with the last modern band that we did. Modern, boy, that's such a lame way to say it. Well, let's go. I mean, uh, I think uh, Motionless and White does stuff like this. Dead does stuff like this. I don't know so much Kane Hill. No, I don't think so. Not so much Kane Hill, but I'm even thinking about what was the last, like, really, really new band that we did. Matt, are you asking Jenny and I to remember previous bands we did on this show? That aren't yes, I would expect you to remember, Lauren. <laughs> I, I'm right now like, if it's not dead, and it's not, I, I'm, I'm looking. I through. think it's dead. Oh, oh, wait, are we talking about issues? We're talking about issues. Uh, We're talking about issues. Right. Our boy TC. How could I forget? Shame on me. But they they absolutely had choruses that fall into this this space. Mm-hmm. This headspace by issues, perhaps. Yes, um, that new it. new. It's yeah, that new new, new, new chorus. It's, it's that new new. And this is where uh, I like these smooth boys. I like the new new smooth boys. I just don't like the old smooth boys. I don't want them. The new smooth boys. No, I know what you're saying <laughs> though. Like the point that you're making is very spot on, Jenny. Because this is a very uplift hands in the air and the smooth boys of the past always seem to be a down boy like a down boy a down always boy seem to be like a sad sacky changing that would happen to us yeah i feel like it it kind of killed the momentum that was being built and this doesn't feel like that to me because it's an uplift like yes. it's still pushing the song forward so when they smash back into kind of the riff that i'm there for it doesn't feel so jarring. Jarred? Jarring. Jarring. It's not jarring. Jarring. I don't think Genius had a song bio for this one. They did not. But uh, the lyric that I pulled out of it is, The sky is always darker when you're born through a noose. Oof. Let me tell you. And that's a guy who grew up in a spa town. That's that spa That's town. That's the curse of a spa town. Mm. See, the thing is, yeah. people go to a spa town to relax. He lives in a spa town to work. Oh, man. Mm. Where do you, when you live in the spa, it's like that thing, you know, when you visit. I remember I visited my sister when she lived in Tampa, and I was like, this feels like vacation every day. And she's like, I got to go to work. I said, <laughs> oh, man. It's different, different than, this all feels different than. I mean, this is all like Wikipedia info, so it might be completely wrong, but I believe that I read that the lead singer moved away from the town where they lived and moved to Barcelona. So, Barcelona. Yeah. And I mean, if you're going to, I don't know. If you, I guess if you grow up in Spain, you're fucked because it's like the most beautiful place in the world, from what I've been told. Uh, I got to get to San Sebastian. Hey. Let's go. Let's start walking and swimming. <laughs> I mean, I mean our passports are basically doorstops right now. That's right. fine. I don't plan to pass. <laughs> I'm going to make a little <laughs> boat. I'm probably going to die at sea, but I'm going to try. <laughs> hey, is that why they call you Jenny Sea Lake Sosha? 
That's one of the reasons. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. My legs are shaped like the letter C. It's it's like a fucked up alien. Raging vitamin C deficiency. I really do. I oh, really yeah. do. Yeah. It's past the point of even being able to call it scurvy. Or is that calcium? Either way, I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna make it on this trip. That's what I'm saying. Oh boy. All right, all right. And scurvy is vitamin C. You had it right. <sighs> yeah, I never should have doubted myself. I'm not a medical professional. All right, up next, another medical condition. Uh, we've got spineless. <laughs> another medical. Wait a minute. <laughs> Spinelessness what? affects. Listen, big pharma won't fucking tell you, but spinelessness affects so much of the population. <laughs> probably somewhere else in the song i need to go to you are right matt you gotta go to 139 all right here we go 139 Fuck me. Come on. Why aren't we having a blood youth day? This every year needs a blood youth day. Close the schools. Well, anyway, close the schools. Close federal buildings. <laughs> well, I'm relieved because at least in what we've heard so far is that they didn't go for that big poppy chorus, that big hooky chorus. They played this one straight, which I needed. Because I needed more variety. If they would have dropped right into a, hey, everything is harms in the air and we're going. Like, I would have been like, no, no. Matt, these guys know that if you name your song Spineless, a condition that Jenny says afflicts more people than we realize. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that That you can't roll into a chorus of, yes, a spineless. You can't do that. You can't do that. You've got to instead scream, inhale distortion, which, perfect. You did it. I'm this go, yeah, gives Matt. me them sweet My Ticket Home vibes that I love. Mm. This is mm, good rock and roll music. There you go. Jenny, what, what did you think of Spineless? They just continued to do it. The top of this was super, super duper slipknot for me. This was the second single they released from this album also had a video that you quite liked lauren this i wrote this is the best video of the bunch they're in a garage 
and it's not a big garage, and they are surrounded by tools and blades, and they are <laughs> crushing it. And the guitarist, Chris, Chris, is wearing a Sepultura shirt. It's it's new metal as fuck. I cannot tell you enough. Literally everything in that garage is pointy. And you move wrong, you're getting sliced open. And they're rocking it. Like, they don't care. They're like, yeah, cut me open. I don't care. I'm crushing it over here. I wrote in my notes, let's go. It's familiar, but a good familiar. Gives me that pick up the pace, fuck it up, boys. And then I wrote, this is that good shit. <laughs> That's how you know. We're on the same fucking page. Right? Right? And yeah. I also, the the um the part that you, that, um that I had you go to at 139, I wrote that it is very sick. Very sick. So right now, Blood Youth, this is your game to lose. Mm. Oh, I wrote, I had additional notes. I went on to the next page. I said, this song rules. They're ripping it up here. I couldn't get enough of Spineless. <laughs> couldn't yeah. get enough. Yeah. Did, did, uh, uh, did we have a definition or a song bio? There oh. is an yeah. unreviewed song bio from Robbie Kids. It says, Spineless is the third single. Oh, apparently I was wrong. Unreviewed. Well, take me to court, Robbie Kids. <laughs> Spineless is the third single of Bloody Youth's sophomore album, Starve, and possibly touches on subjects as mental illness, relationship struggles, and leaving someone. Um, that interview we watched, they they said that many of these songs were written about trauma and the idea that like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and and is that true and and do your struggles actually um make you stronger in the end or are they just shit basically is what i took from it lauren does that does that uh track with what you heard yeah that tracks with what i heard yeah it seemed like they yeah they were coming from pretty real places and 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 it seemed like with this record uh, along with wanting to do a little bit of Slipknot worship, they kind of wanted to just really, really bear it all and really get vicious in everybody's faces. And, I mean, them evoking the first two Slipknot records, the first two Corn records as the influences, I mean, those, I think as we know, pretty raw records. Pretty, pretty raw. So... Yeah, I think they're uh, they're dead on, you know, and, and just loving the just owning the influences, utilizing the influences. I mean, it's 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 slipknotty, but I I'm 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 good. I'm here. I'm on the ride. I'm loving it. All right. Well, let's keep going. Up next, we've got Nerve. <laughs> Nobody will ever help 
Okay. A clunk into a grinding chug? Hey. A clunk into a grinding chug. A little bit of a different pace here. Yeah. They're they're slowing it down, but not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. Although the slipknot homage on this song, when when it started, I said, Are they going to have a sung verse or is he gonna do some some talking? And he's just some talking, which is straight up a move that they were doing on that first slipknot record. And I wrote in my notes, Slipknot, change your locks, check your bank accounts. <laughs> just as just so long as it, it doesn't come to us getting another CMFT. <laughs> Leave that. Uh, whatever yeah, that is. That, wherever yeah. you found it. Um, yeah. I, I do think lyrically there's still... I, I think if they really want to match the knot, they will need to get a little crazier because it's um, nothing too nuts in here. We're not, you know, slitting the throat and fucking the wound, you know, which is pretty much, you know... For Slipknot lyrics, the high, the high watermark, you know. Right. I don't, yeah. I, I don't get the sense that that is this band's vibe. Like I think that no. they were calling on different genres and playing the music that they want to play, but I don't know. Did you watch the short documentary that was made? I Lauren? did. I did watch that. Yeah. Yeah, they seem like pretty normal dudes. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't like sometimes when we when we've watched these docs and I have to say very well filmed like it was yeah. it looked great looked fantastic eleven and, minutes in oh, and thank out you. Thank <laughs> this you. was not the oh. the documentary DVD extra we've been getting uh, when we listen to some of those albums from from two thousand three ish uh, two thousand six all that but they seem. Like sometimes when we watch that, it's like something a little bit twisted or like weirdos is. or something. Like I don't get any of that with these dudes. There's a, a part. It's honestly, it's kind of adorable. So they're uh, on, in the dock. They are still touring their previous record, and they are opening for Prophets of Rage, and they are incredibly geeked. And the only time you see anybody from Prophets of Rage is uh, they're standing during on the on the basically the the venue floor and you can see in the background tom morello on stage sort of supervising the sound check and chris sort of turns and looks at the camera like oh my god it's tom morello oh my god and you know what that's how i would feel if i saw tom morello i love tom morello oh my gosh i lose my mind so you know very relatable yeah these guys are these guys if anything i think these guys are living the dream you know? Yeah. A little bit. Seems like it. Seems like it. Matt, thoughts on Nerve? I'm happy to hear the change up because I feel like these guys can definitely crush you, but they did the ultimate new metal move of putting 13 tracks on this thing. So I better see this variety to keep <laughs> me engaged because... It's not 10 tracks with the first track being a mood setter. There, I will say there's another kind of mood setter in here. So we're, we're really looking at 11 tracks all told. I'm uh, happy about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I but I, I agree with you. I think it was the right place to slow down a little bit. Just a touch. But <sighs> there's still an aggressiveness that I appreciate. All right, let's keep going. Up let's next, we've got the answer. <laughs> We're back. I'll activate the pad just for your worthless existence. Activated once again. I mean, what a way to kick off the song, first and foremost. Yelling a worthless existence over that drop. If I'm at the bar getting a drink at the Blood Youth show, a drink's gone. It's toast because I've got to book it. Wow. No time for fries at a Blood Youth show. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Blood Youth goes on and you got a bunch of fries in your hand. You either got to unhinge your jaw and just do that move like a pelican or something, or uh, or you got to hand it off to someone you trust and say, hold my fries. Mm, Look, don't, don't leave touch. them with me. Hey. Oh, hey, brother. I need you to hold my fries. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is something I'll tell you. Jenny is an incredible companion at a show, but you cannot leave your fries with her. 100%. Don't even. I won't pretend like you could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how good a friend she is though she's She'll, gonna tell you i'm gonna fucking eat these yeah so mm-hmm. go have fun face. and yeah. i'll i'll also have fun yeah the uh the jenny fry tax is really the whole thing <laughs> it's a high tax <laughs> it is <laughs> if i if i was a king i'd i'd for sure be killed <laughs> for my unfair taxes <laughs> and i would deserve it you fry a potato this is what you get Oh, man. Uh, I wrote my notes that we are in that new metal baby. I'm not sure what this song is about. Didn't have any uh, anything on the uh, Genius page. I wrote maybe it's about drugs. Maybe it's about bad relationship. I really think, though, and I think we say this a lot, and we're going to keep saying it, but um, I think Robin did a fantastic job on this record. But for the next one, maybe get these guys in the room with the angel. You got two choices. Boy. The angel. Okay. The man of fire. <gasps> you know what? That's right. You get him with Putney? You get these guys with Putney. You get these guys with Putney. And he's got that new software with the plugins. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you've heard about this software. Oh, okay. Listen. Listener. Everybody on this line, Jenny, Lauren, and I, 
fully aware about this software. We know about the software. Wow. This thing's got amps. <laughs> it's got it's got everything you need. What sound are you looking for? That's good. It's there. Putney's it's in, got it. It's in the software. It's in there. Oh. Uh anything else to say about the answer? I don't think so. Are you ready for the next track? Let's go. All right. Up next, we've got Waste Away. Jenny, I have to go to you with a question. All right. Is this song about vampires? <laughs> oh, good question. Let's see. I'm going to look at the lyrics. I'm going to go to the lyrics for this. Lots of you watched me waste away. Great title for the song. To hide the sun and throw up blood. Is that what got you? I know what it feels like to come undone, to wake up early, to numb myself, to throw up blood, to hide the sun. Sounds to me like some vampire issues. I mean, to wake up early, let me tell you, awful. Right. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I'm throwing up blood, but I'm not feeling great. And then you are trying to like hide the sun. It's like coming through the blinds. But if you are a vampire, you might be throwing up blood. That's true. You might be going with that. And then if you are getting hit with those rays of sunlight and somebody else is there, they could watch you waste away. They could. That's possible. It's also possible that that someone has a pretty gnarly drug or alcohol addiction. True. True. You know, either one is possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, This felt like a mix of Slipknot with Linkin Park. That was the vibe I got on this one. This is the smoothest boy we've heard for the whole song. They still definitely have that chug going, but you got a hard synth line throughout most of it. I'm liking it. But uh, watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. 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 Matt, Matt just dropped his first watch yourself, counselor. Of this new metal trial. Surprise! No. I will submit to, uh, as evidence, that the guitars are ripping it up. I'm sorry. The guitars are ripping shit up. That's what I wrote in my notes. Hmm. Um, and uh, also, 
These guys are not afraid to just leave their new metal clues in the lyrics here because we're talking about suffocate, which is a common new metal theme. Suffocation, I would say top three new metal concern suffocation very true <laughs> like if you're in a new metal band and you're like what are your songs about like well at least four are about suffocation because i am concerned but they also have the lyric i've made mistakes never told the truth i've been down and out falling away from you mm, there we go mm, little that, tip of the hat there it is that's right if you were Corey Taylor, you'd tip your little <laughs> stupid oh. fucking Take off your WCW belt. Corey, Corey, uh, what are you doing? When I saw that hat, I don't want to go back to this, but when I saw that hat at the top of the video, I said, this is going to be trouble. This is already cursed. There's, there's nothing about any of that that is anything less than like, that is definitely some like you took a rock from like an ancient place you shouldn't level curse it is funny to me that the worst thing i've ever <laughs> seen Corey... upon holy ground yes defiled it. yes but the curse is like <laughs> butt rock i don't know <laughs> it is really saying something though that like cory taylor has made a career out of wearing masks that often look like rotted flesh and i'm like sure fine go ahead he puts that hat on and i'm like get rid of that <laughs> i what completely agree i when completely we, agree when we saw matt it was you and i who saw him with stone Sour, right opening for corn yes when he came yeah. out in that hat i was like come on and it's clearly it's him when Corey's not wearing his Slipknot mask that may look like rotted flesh or, or whatever the album cycle they're on, he's like, get me my hats. He might have a hat guy. What? Let's take the wager. Wager that, that he's got a hat guy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's those like, are custom, I need you custom to hit hats. me up with a pork pie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a haberdasher? Is his that haberdasher <laughs> goes? I am on it. God, he has his own Henry the Hatter. Poor Henry. <laughs> All right, we ready to keep going? Let's do it. Up next, we've got Stone Tape Theory, which is a bit of an interstitial, and then we will go into Visitant. All right, I think we get the feeling. Here's Visitant.
wait a second. What is happening here? See, 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 you get you get a little worried. You hear the smooth and you're like, I don't know. But then they close it off with a distorted motherfucker. And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry I ever doubted you. My apologies. My apologies. I'll sit back down. <sighs> Jenny, we'll start Do, with you. Oh, I'll I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jenny. No, Jenny, no, Jenny needs Matt, to go. Matt, Come on. you need to go. Tell me what I you're I just thinking. have a question. And it, it, it's for both of you. Okay. Are they going alt at points a little too much? Are they are they dipping some toes into the alt alt rock, alt metal, alt wait. Like this song in particular felt a little alt to me. Hmm. I would say perhaps in a vocal way, but musically that kick drum, yeah. that kick drum is a beast. And also, I listened to this album three times before I even saw what these boys look like. And I hear this drum, and I'm like, well, the drummer must be a wildebeest. He must be a monster. And he is a nice young man who honestly reminds me of uh, the late great actor Anton Yelchin. So, but put that boy behind the kit, he will murder your family <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> uh, yeah, this thing is, uh, this is a crusher. This is a crusher. I, I really was all about the, I'm, uh, I'm upset, I'm upset, I'm obsessed when you're not there. This is, seems to be, I think this is a bad parent song. I think that's what this is about. Jenny. Thoughts on Visitant? I also got bad parent vibes. Yeah, I liked it. Matt, to your point, I, I think I agree with Lauren in that like I hear it vocally a bit, but musically it just it stays heavy. <laughs> <laughs> stays heavy, man. <laughs> so that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. That's not no, true. No, it wasn't. What's what's really great, everybody at home can't see this, but when Jenny does that voice, she does briefly grow a goatee. Oh, just for yeah. that moment. Yeah, a pork pie hat lowers from the ceiling. Oh, no. She says it stays heavy. But stays then, heavy, man. then it goes right away. It vanishes. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It causes a lot of trouble in my marriage. It's just it's scary. Is there an intruder in the house, or are you doing a weird voice? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's an ancient curse. I dreaded on. I took a rock from house. somewhere I shouldn't, and that was my curse. I mean, curses aren't all like horrifying in the way that they're portrayed. You know, sometimes it's just a goatee that appears. Um, all right, let's keep going. Uh, up next, we got Keep You Alive. Are you ready to stay alive? Yeah. Because we're going to keep you alive. Thank you. Let's, let's get prepared <laughs> to stay alive. Here's a life ring. Get ready. It's coming. Let's go.
let's just say we're all thinking that shoots and ladders. <laughs> that was not what I was thinking, but now I kind of hear it. Same. It shoots and ladders, and then the end of the song evokes the end of Blind, I think. Is that what I have in my notes here? That's what you wrote in the email to me. That's it. I couldn't remember what note I was looking at. I got so many words in front of me. They all turned into gobbledygook. When you give me that level of new metal, baby. I wrote in my notes, it reminds me of Corn. They love them. And you know what? So do we. I think there's this misconception that we don't love our boys in Corn. We love our boys in Corn. Just want to say that. So we do. We, we do. do. We love our boys in corn. Love our boys in corn. I, I'm gonna not say maybe that first. Maybe not. Fe- maybe not fieldy <laughs> specifically. I may have my thoughts and feelings about fieldy may have changed when I read his <laughs> fucking book. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, he stopped <laughs> hitting women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's hoping. Uh, but this, uh, you know what? This is uh, this is a very good corn tribute. Like, if you're gonna evoke corn. This is a pretty good job. What do you think, Jenny? I agree. I um, Any listener of the show will not be surprised to hear that I want all rippers all the time. Um, but this this felt like a stoker. It felt like a nice, uh, a nice mm-hmm. little... It, it didn't feel like a smooth boy necessarily, but it definitely like gave everybody a chance to have a breath. I liked it. Matt, thoughts? You know, they are doing a good job of being themselves and capturing a sound. They've kept me hanging in. There's three tracks left. I'm looking at them and I'm going, you know, I I said at track four, this is your game to lose. And I feel like they're playing it smart. Keep You Alive is not my favorite track on the album. But from a piece of the whole, it completely makes sense. I agree. As I just want I? to get in here and say I agree with Matt. I agree with Matt. <laughs> Appreciate you, Jenny. Thank you for having me. I, gr- I agree with Matt. I think Matt's right. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. I, too, took a stone from <laughs> Oh, man. You guys got to stop picking up random stones. I can't help myself. I love a good stone. If it what seems like I shouldn't take it, I want to take it. What are you guys, I mean, like my son, four years old, picking up any old rock you see on the ground, trying to bring it oh, in the car? Oh, that's my daughter, too. Oh, she just man. will pick up a stone. Oh, that's these... still me. <laughs> uh, never learned the lesson. No. Um, yeah. There is a music video for this song. It is set in a creepy hospital. We've got a kid in a wheelchair. I wrote doctors in hazmat suits, but I wasn't sure if they were doctors or just creepy guys. Hmm. Um, and What's the difference? Yeah, right. <laughs> At one point, the kid sort of passes out, but then he comes to, and he stumbles out of his chair, and he finds the band performing the song, and he promptly passes out. <laughs> just He's, like I would. Listen, if you're a kid going through some shit in the hospital you wake up you wander around you find blood youth performing keep you alive in a neighboring room 
are you ready for that? I don't know. And, you know, you're a little kid, and also you're a little kid that's hospitalized. You probably just need to get a juice box real quick. Hmm. But yeah. there was no juicy juice. There was no <laughs> juicy juice. There was no juicy juice. No ecto cooler to be seen. None at all. None at all. Um, Jenny, any uh, any other thoughts before we go to the next one? No, no, no. I'm ready. Um, up next, we've got nothing left. Got some scratchy boys. DJ talk about this alchemy here all right we gotta talk about the recipe here because we've got these slipknot vibes and kind of a slipknot vocal a bit going on but then you've got this first corn record thing going on on top of it but then you do have a little bit of that lincoln park as well and let me tell you this recipe smelling good coming out of the oven it's making it work very much enjoying it very much you know what this this smells good coming out. <laughs> what is that? What do you have? What it? I'm tasting. I'm tasting a little Chester. Um, ooh, that smell. That, that that's a little bit of head and monkey in there. But also, is that clown as well? I think it is. What a mix. Hey, don't forget, the base of this dish is blood use. That's right. That is true. The base of the dish is our boys in blood youth and i wrote in my notes this is hot this is hot jenny what'd you think i liked this song it, it really did give me a lot of lincoln park um the the smooth vocals on this one really just sounded very much very much like lincoln park to me I like this one. It definitely feels like we're on the back half and we're kind of winding down. We've got a couple tracks left after this. But yeah, I continue to like it. You know, I think I think Blood Youth are, are really doing the new new right. I think so too. Matt, thoughts on nothing left. We have heard in the cor- the four year course of this show a lot of straight deadlifts from corn slipknot in lincoln park 
that somehow fuck it up every time. Like more than one band, more than five bands, more than 15 or 20 bands in our history have we heard straight direct lifts and shifts that still get it wrong. And here's this band doing it, doing it right, stealing the right stuff, but staying true to themselves. I'm impressed. This song, not my favorite, but I'm, I've bought the ticket. My card is punched. I'm on the ride. I, I'd ride this one out. I'm in. I've got a theory on this. These other bands that aren't quite nailing it in the past are evoking these sounds or attempting to evoke these sounds because they think that's what they're supposed to do. That they're following the trend a little bit, maybe. You know, they're like, hey, you know what? Corn did this. Slipknot did this. So we should do this. That's the motivation. Why is Blood Youth doing this? Because they get up in the morning and they look at each other and they go, I fucking love Slipknot. I love Corn. I want to imbue that on my own music. And that, I think, might be the most important element. I think you're right. Before I, we, I think oh, that yeah. is it. Yeah. Before we go to the next song, I do have to cite this great lyric up top. I think, I think Jenny, you would agree this is some new metal math. He says, 365, I'm just running out of days. Your time is up now. Fuck you. Yep. 100% Shh. new metal math. There you go. Also, these guys really know how to start a song. <laughs> Like that's like, uh, open up the ears. We got a track for you. <laughs> I'm loving it. I got a quick cue. Mm. How respectful of our time is this album? This album comes in just a little over 48 minutes. Just a little over 48. That's respectful. I think they're doing it right. All right, I think we're ready. Okay, up next we got a track called Hate. Guys, do it. Whoa, that's 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 like the whole song. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a... I'm here for it. I'm fucking here for it. This thing, I wrote in my notes, chug, this shit is vicious. Slow it down into a tough grind. This is what you want. Also, Jenny, these lyrics. These lyrics. Mm. If you want to hit us with a couple of them. Oh, yeah, sure. There aren't that many to even hit you with. But I'll tell you, the lyrics to this song are, Take another hit. Do I have your attention? I dug my own grave just to teach you a lesson. Just to teach you a lesson? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, what are you doing over there? I'm digging, Jenny, you... I'm digging. Why? Why, why are you doing that? It's, it's my own grave, and it's to teach you a lesson. Oh, Jesus. Consider so, myself taught. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep going, because this is only three feet, and I, <laughs> I got to be buried at least six feet deep. <laughs> Bury me in concrete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Oh, boy. We've got one track left. Are we ready for it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Last track on the album is called Exhale. In the distance, there is guitars. So this takes a minute to get going. So if you want to go to about... I wrote in my notes 115 to get to that shit. <laughs> So this is a long one. There's a couple points uh, we can hit before we talk about it. If you go to 359, that's uh, what I wrote in my notes is the go part. And if you go to eight minutes, uh, you have the sound of someone uh, sobbing with distorted vocals on top of it for maximum creepy. Mm-hmm. Jenny, thoughts on Exhale? It's a lot. It's a closing track. 
I like it. I think that uh, both with Hate and Exhale, I got a little bit more of kind of like a straight up metalcore vibe. Um, this felt a little less new than the rest of the record, but I liked it. I exhale. I, so with the with the 48, I mean, there's like a lot of extra time on exhale. That's like an 11 minute track. So really like the length of this record itself is is a bit shorter if you're just looking at like average song. But I liked exhale. I thought it was good. I thought it was a nice way to go out. What do you think, Lauren? Uh, you know, it's a long closer, but they keep it interesting the whole time. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't just do the same thing for eleven minutes or just sort of let it hang. They do a lot of interesting stuff. I think the last like maybe three minutes is just sort of like creepy sounds, but it's it feels uh, as one with the record, and so you kind of just roll it out. I never at any point was I listening to this song and any of my listens and going uh, like getting bored with it. I was on the ride and I was on the journey, and I'm going to see it to the end. Um, and I think they're, they're, I look at this song as definitely a reference point to those very long closing songs on Iowa and the self-titled Slipknot record. And if you want to also, someone slowly sobbing for minutes on end at the end. That's of your, a corn. That's a corn move, 100%. So these guys are just paying tribute over and over again to, the, to, to our guys, to the boys. So I thought it was good. I like the uh, I like the lyric. I dare you to question a hurricane of aggression. I don't do it. Don't, no. Listen, a regular old hurricane made up of just rain and clouds already trouble. Trouble. But, but if you've got a meteorologist saying we've got a hurricane of aggression coming, board up them windows and move. Matt, thoughts on Exhale? <sighs> as, <I just> <laughs> as you exhale. Wow. Wow. Um, well, it, it does feel like... It feels like a last track. It feels like they're throwing everything that they have at it in terms of, like, let's just close this out. The top... Every track preceding it seems to have a tightness that this one doesn't this feels a little bit more exploratory a little bit more of like let's just let these dogs run you know like which like i said i mean i'm I, i'm on the ride it just feels like on this listen not hearing the whole song this song didn't apply to me i didn't like this one that much yeah but if i had a night drive with it i might feel different if I were in a different mood, I might it might hit me right. But it hitting me right now, I'm like, cut five minutes out of this song. What are we doing a 10-minute closer for? I think you need to hear 5150 in full and the same with Stone Tape Theory. Because then it doesn't seem as, like, unusual. I think that when you listen to the, the album as a whole, it... it to me, at least, it felt like it made sense. But listening to it in this format, it does. It seemed a little bit more out of place than it did when I was doing my listens. All right. So there you have it. That is Starve by Blood Youth. And now we are at the part of the show where we talk about... Talk about the canon. 
Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. All right. I really liked this record a lot. I thought it it was very clearly wearing its influences, but I also felt like it was coherent and cohesive, and I got that this was Blood Youth. I think I'd put it in. I feel the reason that you might hear a little bit of hesitance in my voice is that I'm I'm thinking like if what we're calling back to so much are these other bands, did I get enough of who Blood Youth was to put them in? But I think yes. I think that this is a great example um, of a of a new band that is calling on influences that defined this genre and i think they do it in a way that is really masterful and so i think i mean we've listened to a lot of newer bands and this so far i think is one of my favorites lauren what do you think i wrote that this album is basically all rippers you want a ripper blood youth has got them to spare and we should be so lucky i mean heavily indebted to corn and slipknot i did have that hesitancy as well though because i do hear those influences so much on it that you know i think on like my second listen i was a little bit there's a little bit of like where's blood youth and all this but listening to it on my third listen looking at the lyrics and really and going back to what i said earlier where like a lot of other bands who would evoke this sound evoke it for reasons that feel different than what blood youth is doing here blood youth and especially if you watch that interview chris and kaya those guys they love this they love slipknot they love corn and they're doing it because they love it and that passion i think takes it over into something not just like it's like hey we're doing this uh, if anything there's there's doing something because it sounds cool and then doing something because it sounds cool. And oh, I think your goatee. In... Your goatee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my goatee on top whoa, of my whoa. beard. Yes. Um, Where did you get that denim jacket from? Oh, yeah. It just pops out. Yep. Right. Um, I'm an anamorph of butt. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? I mean, really what I came down to is like we should be so lucky to find a new metal record this hot in 2019 from some young men born and raised in a spa town this just speaks to the strength of new metal so i say put him in the cannon met nas i can't wait for the day that um you know 20 plus years from now that uh the boys of blood youth have their lead singer go off and make a fucking terrible (laughs) but rocky rap rock song steal from the best but make it your own. Blood Youth successfully did that. The touchstones are all there. The DNA is in there. It's it's a it's a prego. It's in there. The sauce has it all. Whatever you want to put in there. The only thing that I didn't hear too much of was Deftones, but I'm sure an argument could be made. Um, I really really liked it. Um. It, it stole my heart. Anything that's modern that we put in the canon, I always feel like 
needs the caveat of it's in the new wing of the new metal canon. You know what I mean? Like it, it feels like a great example of new artists doing it because to kind of your point, Lauren, it's like, we've heard this all before from different bands, but we haven't heard it done this way until right now. I'll throw it back. Did anything on this record feel stale to you? No, no, it didn't. Jenny? Which is yeah. why I'm delighted. Yeah. No. Yeah. No stale chips in this bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphor queen. She's one of the best. Don't step to her. With the, you can't fucking have her. She's on Roach. She's on hey. this show. You can't yeah. have her. That's how it works. <laughs> Don't try to person. take me. Don't try to take me because you can't. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, not well, for sale. Not no. for sale. Not for sale. Well, well, there you have it, you guys. Blood Youth Starve in the New Metal Canon, gentlemen. Welcome. Happy to have you. And I gotta say, this pandemic lifts. You boys, hop on a plane, get over to Casa Putney, get this going, get this going. I tell you, if we ever if we ever talk to Putney, it's just gonna be listen. We've got like uh, seventeen bands that you need to work with immediately. <laughs> I'm sure he'd really appreciate that. <laughs> hey, listen, my man, my man likes to work. He's working hard, and you know he's got to put food on his family. All right, food on his family. He's got to put food on his family. Like some, it's some true. weird sex cult. <laughs> no, it's it's just saying you just got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Slide into those DMs. Say hello. We love to hear from you, hear how you are doing. And um, until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Right now, we just want-